0: You're listening to the Department of Defense This Week, a weekly podcast with some of the top stories from around the DOD. The Defense Department has released a new strategy calling for department-wide changes that will allow the DOD to meet budgeting goals set by Congress. Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Martin Dempsey, has said the new strategy provides more opportunities than liabilities. Dr. Kathleen Hicks, the Deputy Undersecretary of Defense for Strategy, Plans, and Forces, says the new strategy is a departure from previous goals, but is better suited to present military requirements.
1: The strategy really takes off from the 2010 Quadrennial Defense Review. Um, But in that review, we were still in the midst of two wars. We were focused first and foremost on prevailing in those campaigns while uh, looking forward to the future. Today, we have um, not only a changed fiscal environment, but very importantly, we've had the Arab awakening. We've had the conclusion of US um, combat operations in Iraq and are looking forward to um, a transition in Afghanistan. There have been uh, changes in Iranian behavior uh, and other uh, factors that have led us to refocus the strategy, looking more toward the future and more toward deterring and preventing conflict in that future.
0: For more information about the strategy and its implications, visit defense.gov. While some parts of the country are experiencing relatively mild winters, some are seeing extreme weather. Several cities in Alaska have had to call in the National Guard after receiving record-setting snowfall. The Pentagon Channel has more.
1: Much of the United States is enjoying extremely mild temperatures for the second week in January, prompting many Americans to ask, where's the snow? Well, much of it can be found in just one place, Cordova, Alaska. The small fishing town in the southern part of Alaska has been hit with 18 feet of snow already this winter. Now that's triple their average annual snowfall. And 50 members of the Alaska National Guard are assisting residents in Cordova with what the Guard is calling Operation Deep Dig.
0: The Pentagon Channel brings us stories from the Arabian Gulf, where American service members have rescued two Iranian crews. One had been captured by pirates, The other had lost power and was slowly sinking. Here's more.
1: Six Iranian mariners are safe following a high seas rescue Tuesday by U.S. Coast Guardsmen. It happened in the North Arabian Sea. U.S. Coast Guard cutter Monomoy was in the area Tuesday morning when it spotted flares and flashlights from an Iranian cargo vessel. The Monomoy launched a small boat and rescued six people and gave them food and water. Earlier this week, sailors from USS Kidd, which is part of the USS John C. Stennis Strike Group, rescued a 12-man Iranian crew held captive by pirates.
0: The Department of Veterans Affairs announced today that all of its 152 medical centers are now actively represented on Facebook, the world's largest social networking site. The process that began with a single Veterans Health Administration Facebook page in 2008 has now produced over 150 Facebook pages, 64 Twitter feeds, a YouTube channel, a Flickr page, and the Vantage Point blog. Additionally, in June 2011, VA produced a department-wide social media policy that provides guidelines for communicating with veterans online. The overarching strategy is designed to help break down long-perceived barriers between the department and its stakeholders. The department plans to continue expanding its Facebook presence while also focusing on bringing Twitter to every VA medical center as well. Monday, January 16th marks Martin Luther King Jr. Day. The civil rights leader had a profound impact on American history, and the U.S. celebrates his legacy with a day of service. This week, we'll end our podcast by replaying an excerpt from his famous I Have a Dream speech originally delivered on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial in Washington, D.C. on August 28, 1963.
2: Five score years ago, a great American in whose symbolic shadow we stand today signed the Emancipation Proclamation. This momentous decree came is not free. One hundred years later, the life of the Negro is still sadly crippled by the manacles of segregation and the chains of discrimination. One hundred years later, the Negro lives on a lonely island of poverty in the midst of a vast ocean of material prosperity 100 years later. The Negro is still languished in the corners of American society and finds himself in exile in his own land. And so we've come here today to dramatize a shameful condition in a sense, we've come to our nation's capital to cash a check. When the architects of our republic wrote the magnificent words of the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence, they were signing a promissory note to which every American was to fall heir. This note was a promise that all men yes, black men as well as white men, would be guaranteed the unalienable rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It is obvious today that America has defaulted on this promissory note insofar as her citizens of color are concerned. Instead of honoring this sacred obligation, America has given the Negro people a bad check, a check which has come back marked insufficient funds.
0: You've been listening to news brought to you by the Department of Defense. For links to these stories and much more, visit dodlive.mil or defense.gov.